Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. My name is Anthony Reed. I am your dungeon master. Uh, and this is episode 18, and it is part of the Ancient Secret story arc. And oh boy, this is where things are going to start getting spicy. So I hope you're ready. I want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash adventure inc who make this show a thing. It's, I mean, it'd be a thing, right? Uh, I like to point out to people, it's always going to be a free show. It's always going to be there for you. Even if nobody supported the show, we would still make some version of this show. But the amount of content we're able to bring to all of you folks, the live streams, the tavern nights, uh, the, the bonus episodes, that's all stuff that happens because the patrons exist. Because they let us do this the way that we think it should be done and we're so grateful to all of them uh for supporting the show and for giving back to it and finding value in it and pouring it back in and uh so thank you thank you thank you thank you if you are in the Atlanta area or you are going to be in Atlanta for Dragon Con on Memorial Day weekend, do not forget to check out our uh, panel, our live show. We're going to be doing down there as well as the live uh, uh, blood feud between us and Botched. And then, of course, several other shows on the network are going to have panels there as well. And you can uh, totally get uh, involved with uh, a whole bunch of other stuff going on that have uh, Mike and Steph and Rob and Mikey. And so go and check that out. If you're in the area, you're going to be at Dragon Con. Come and find us. Uh, it'll be worth your while. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's, like, super wrong. We love Broken Tooth. Uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. Uh, let's get started. So, the four of you shut yourself into this uh, aqueduct uh, side room for a few hours to rest, uh, to recuperate from the harrowing battle that you had. Uh, Scarpin, you said you wanted to, during this time frame, uh, uh, try and, and detect magic and see if you can find this magic that you were detecting before. Yeah, Scarpin, because we have this new fancy ability, just wants to use this as often as possible and get any sort of inkling of if they, if I, he just detects something, we should be like, we should head in that direction. Um, so that's what he's going to do. 
so I have to put a, an aside here. Uh, this was from this was the thing that um, uh, Lanier Lanier gave you, right? Like, yeah, yeah. How would how did he word that explicitly? Uh, that we can det- we have the ability to see void magic now. So rather than missing sense, the sense, sense, he said sense. Sense, sorry. Uh, so rather than having like a um, gap, uh, we would be able to recognize it. Yeah. So my my expectation for this for you, Scarpin, is that you would have to cast the spell detect magic, um, but that when you detect magic, you will be able to discern between. You, you basically, you'll get more information about this thing and be able to mm. to recognize and understand it. Um, I think as Scarpin travels, he, he'll definitely be doing that, uh, even on the move, you know, in, in route from A to B. So do we have to cast? Basically, what I have written down is he gives us each a mark to change the way we see so we can sense this evil. Right. So you right. Are, we're both right. Uh, so I think you would still need Feels to be like, able. <laughs> Feels like I might be more right when I said see. Yeah, but. We can see, but we with seeing we sense the evil. <laughs> he didn't say he didn't say that we see the evil. Maybe it's just like a feeling we get when we're using our eyes in this new different way. Huh. It's like all senses aren't seeing, but yeah. all seeing is sensing. It's like a rectangle in a square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Uh, and I think that, that maybe clear. his seeing and sensing are both metaphorical. Mm. Uh, it is a oh, metaphorical no. seeing and a metaphorical <laughs> sensing because you have to cast detect magic is what I'm trying to okay. say. Uh, so does everyone... <laughs> I didn't, I didn't... <laughs> Some uh, good retconning there, Anthony. Yeah, because I, I didn't get I that I didn't sense. fuck up, you fucked up. <laughs> but now everyone has the ability to do that even if they didn't before because uh, he gave it to us. Everyone yeah, he gave us the ability to should all one be able... Okay, so what I'll say is this. Would there be an opportunity for you to sense, sense in whatever capacity you would, that magical energy? Now you will be able to sense that magical energy for what it is and not the absence of magical energy as it was before. So if I did a survival check to sense this magic, I could do it because that is a sense I have. If you could- That's what I'm hearing. You're wrong, but that's fine. If you could normally (laughs) sense magic with your survival check, sure. Why can't I sense magic with my survival That's just not how survival works. That's not me, that's wizards. Bring it up with them. (laughs) Dear wizards. I would like to detect survival. I cast detect survival. So I would say right now for you guys, detect magic is the most accessible way that this will come into play. But there are certainly other ways that it could come into play down the road. That if there are things that you're interacting. Go ahead. Yeah. All of us are capable of casting uh, detect magic. So So I don't know why we're having this conversation. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Incorrect. I am not. Yeah. Ranger. What are you talking about? I can det- cast detect magic? When? Since when? Since the internet says, available <laughs> for bard, cleric, druid, paladin, ranger, sorcerer, wizard, artificer. But yeah, is ranger but written in like level. weird font? Wanger. 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 It's in like the SpongeBob oh, no. sarcastic font. Wanger. I guess I can. I just don't have. I don't know that spell. I personally do not know that spell. Okay, oh, when yeah. you learn it, it's 
It's called Detect Magic. Uh, yeah, I know what it's called. I don't know it because I know like three spells. Okay. If and when you learn Detect Magic. God, I miss I miss druids because druids were just like, I don't know. I probably know how to cast it. Let's go. <laughs> is it a new day? All right. I'll prepare it. Uh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So for now, Detect Magic is the most readily way you'll avail- you will have to... The most readily available way you will have to interact with that magic. I don't want to talk about it, Rob. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But there could be. You could detect magic (laughs) with very available. Homestyle10.com. There will be other ways in the future that you might be able to uh, interact with this particular magic. Uh, Okay. So you long rest. Uh, you, Scarpin, you're going to cast this spell to see in this area? Yeah, and actually, I think from now on, I'll have cast it every time I show up, so I'm just going to burn that spell slot, just having that almost on auto uh, pilot, but I'll okay. try and verbalize it. Well, <laughs> let's be careful about that directive, because uh, it lasts like <laughs> 10 minutes, so you'll be out of spell slots in like an hour. Well, no, I'll just do it once. Once where? And then it, every time he goes somewhere, he hasn't been. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, we're going some spot. I'm just going to cast it while we're in the cart. And then I'll show up at the, you know, the the battle. I, I see. With I see. one less you, slot. You will have it cast whenever something uh, uh, relevant to the plot occurs such that we have stopped to discuss it. But yeah. all that rest of that time, you're not going to have it cast. Right, so you just tell me when there's point magic around. I'm trying to play D&D. <laughs> it's a new season, baby. Anthony, just tell me when there's plot. Uh, long story short, Mikey, I think you're going to have to... <laughs> That's... <laughs> No, oh, oh, it was we've a bad stopped idea, for something interesting. I didn't Great, hear I cast it. sick magic. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll have I'll, I, I'll just verbalize it. All right. Yeah, man. Like, hey, I see you like doing that spell all the time, uh, Scarpin. Like, if you want, when we stop like this, man, um, I can show you kind of like a a longer way to do it where like it doesn't take up as much power. You know what I mean? Uh, and Deeran draws out a circle on the ground. Uh, and he places four stones uh, in the ordinals uh, and casts Detect Magic as a ritual, not using uh, a spell slot. Perfect. So taking the 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and the the best part about this is it takes 10 minutes to do the ritual. So while you guys are traveling, you can just trade off. And then as soon as someone <laughs> finishes the ritual, their 10 minutes begins, uh, the next person can start the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, that's very so clever. So it sounds like you you solved our problem. Anthony, I did of always being aware. Yeah, the my yeah. There we go. I now feel comfortable that you guys always have detect magic up, and it is not costing you spell slots. And uh, yeah, now we've 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 figured it out. Nailed it. I hate this. Excellent. We won. Yeah. Now that we beat D and D. Uh, can we play the game? <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> wait, that's not. On to Pathfinder that how, Second people Edition. People play D and D usually. Like, yes. That, that's uh, that doesn't seem fun at all. <laughs> oh. I don't know if you've been in different game groups, but yes, it doesn't seem fun at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so happy I have y'all. <laughs> so you we guys rest. Too. You guys rest for eight hours. 
you feel uh, well rested, and yes. it has been quiet in this uh, aqueduct since the Umber Hulk, uh, we'll say, scuffle. It's really just a scuffle, like a like a tussle. <laughs> Felt like an attempted murder, uh, but that's fine. We'll call it a scuffle. Well, it turned into an actual murder of two. <laughs> Uh, Umber Hulks that were in love, and uh, we don't know that they were. Anthony they does. Were, yeah, yeah, I do. They were. They were. Belroth uh, intuited it that it was a mating situation, yeah. and that we had murdered two uh, mating Umber Hulks who were also stand-up members of their community. They did volunteer work at a soup kitchen, and uh, there's an Umber Hulk soup kitchen. <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait for our all Umber Hulk patron episode. <laughs> Uh, patreon.com slash adventure inc at the five dollar tier uh to hear it yeah that's gonna be great all right so anyway uh you flee the scene of your murder and head to back to of our murder well, the murder you you committed uh and you the murder <laughs> sure <laughs> uh and you head back uh to the brass palace um uh you arrive within uh, the next day. Um, you know, it's you rested, and now it is uh, late afternoon on the following day uh, when you arrive back at the Brass Palace. Uh, where, where are you headed? What's up? What's happening now that you've come back? Oh. Oh, man. Um, so, do we just give this cup now to Sildakar, and then he gives us a thousand spellstone? I guess. I I, I, oh, I mean, I feel like that deal. was the deal, yeah. yeah. I don't mean to be a contrarian here, but do we think that maybe <laughs> we goes. should check this cup with Wesley or, or someone to make sure that it's not, you know, something that would be valuable in well, another way? We know way? it's valuable. It's very valuable. Oh, what if, like, yeah, what if... A thousand spellstone, like, isn't enough, though. You know, like, what if we got it independently, uh... Appraised? Uh, that yeah. Would probably raise a lot of suspicion, and I imagine Baron Sildakar, of his means, uh, and his surprise to find that we are asking for things, I feel like he may be aware that we would be doing such things. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know, dear. Um, you know, murder, theft, you know, atrocities. Like, I'm fine with all that, but I don't want to go back on a deal that I struck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, man. man his, like, I'm, man of his principles. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, we should go back on the deal or anything. I'm saying, like, what if he's cheating us? Honestly, I'd rather not know. <laughs> <laughs> there is... I mean... Uh, <laughs> Not to be cynical, but uh, Scarpin has a point. <laughs> oh, well, I, I might never I, know that we've messed up everything. I if didn't, we never ask the question. Yeah, I didn't really mean in terms of compensation. I just meant in terms of like, oh, we've been looking for this cup to cure all diseases in our whole, you know, continent. And this is the answer to unlocking all those problems or, or uh, you know. Okay, if, if we uh, maybe we find out uh, information about it and then we give it to the Sildakar. My hesitation for this is not mostly about Sildakar. 
It's more um, the Artificer's Guild in how ferocious they are when they find out that something valuable is around. If they find out that something valuable is around, they will pursue us until we no longer have it. And maybe a little bit afterwards. Uh, uh, Belroth, I'd I'd tuck that away. Stop taking it out. Looking at it. Just just put uh, put that away. I'm sorry. I just it's very fascinating to look at. I like all the symbols on it. Yeah, it's very shiny. I like it too. Well, I'm worried that they will come and and let us Okay, you're right. I'll put it away. I'm sorry. And Belroth. That's that's a very fair it's, it's a very, very fair, nice piece, uh, and he, pull, he pulls it out again. I really like looking at it. I really do like looking at this cup. Can you put it away, please? Oh, okay, I'll put it away. Um, but I am thirsty, and I don't know what else. I don't have any other vessels, and this was in my No, head. I think you're right. I think we should just go to Baron Sildacar and turn it in. And, and... <laughs> well, now I want to appraise it. Now I do want to appraise Now I feel like you are talking. You've, you've convinced me without convincing me. Well, that wasn't saw... my intention. <laughs> <laughs> like my intention wasn't an appraisal it was it wasn't to see if we were getting cheated it, it was to see if we were given a priceless artifact that could be used for some greater good to someone whose morality is questionable I feel like I think asking Wesley is a good would be a good person to do um and oh God Anthony remind me of the old guy whose house we were at elder Riggs um elder Riggs. elder Riggs I feel like elder Riggs are probably the two reliable people we could ask and if they don't know we won't know um because otherwise i don't know if i trust anyone else those two seem fairly on our side fundamentally yeah, so we do have time uh we, we have several more days before uh silverblade will be here to collect so uh, Ellery, I think I think that's a great suggestion. Let's uh, let's yeah. let's go find something out. I do enjoy information. I also feel it like is... Wesley's more going to be more willing to tell us the history of things than Baron Sildacar, who might just grab it and and go. Yeah. Absolutely, you are a hundred percent correct there. He definitely doesn't. He just likes to have things and look at them and then make weird noises. That's basically been my interaction with Baron Sildacar. He goes, ooh, and then like licks his lips, and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Deeran has been absentmindedly just scratching Freya uh, and like giving her little scritches under under her chin the whole time. Fre- Freya's very into it, but you're doing it like slightly too much, so she's like moving her mouth, like you're kind of like affecting her too much. So you're just like, nah, nah, nah. She's not biting at you, but she's like clearly like scratch another area, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's not paying attention. Uh, of course, but <laughs> he does uh, head out of the room toward Elder Riggs's house. Okay, he just assumes everyone else is also. Where's Where's Deeran going? He's gone. Uh, he's going to see hopefully, Wesley. Yeah, hopefully, okay. Elder Riggs is. Yeah, let's follow. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, oh uh, okay. <laughs> all right. So you all head to Elder Riggs's house deeper in the uh, the Brass Palace in the old district. Um, you you can see now along the uh, the town square area uh, uh, in the aftermath of the large uh, gathering that was here. Uh, it's still pretty trashed. Uh, you can see the co- a couple of stalls uh, that were set up in haste that have been abandoned. 
that were selling goods to the large mob. Uh, and that there's been some like superficial damage to the, uh, the street and to the, the buildings around here. But, uh, it, it looks like for the most part, it's going to be okay, but there's definitely still signs that, uh, something big happened here just a couple days ago. <laughs> oh, we, we did a great job that, that time, didn't we? We did a little too good of a job. <laughs> um, and you head to Elder Riggs's house, which is, uh, dark, uh, but... You know, you you know right where it is, and uh, it is still still intact. Scarpin knocks on the door of Elder Riggs's house. How many times? Yeah, how many times? Eight times. Wow, wow. that's a lot of times. It feels pretty like impatient. Varying, yeah, but like not like in quick succession. Like I'm in a hurry. So, so like slow, like, like the knock of death or something? Like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. That would get me to come to the door. If someone knocked on my door like that, I would be like, I would absolutely wrong. not go to the door if someone knocked on my door like that. No, thank you. So I pull out my chef knife and open the door. You're like, <laughs> you're like, knock, knock. Knock and you go, yeah, I'm cut. Knock. I'm cut. Knock. <laughs> knock. You gotta uh-uh. speak louder. The knocks are drowning out whatever you're saying to us. <laughs> knock. Knock. <laughs> the door opens to a somewhat unamused looking Elder Riggs. Uh, he says, Oh, it's you. Of course. Come in. Come in. Elder Riggs, it's great to see you. He shuffles his way toward his chair in front of the fire, and he says, please shut the door behind you. Of course, man. Uh, Deeran, last in, shuts the door. Shuffles over, and he, he just lowers himself down, like uh, like he's in a, an amount of pain to move. He lowers himself down into the chair, and then just flops in. Uh... Uh, Elder Riggs, we, we, we found a way to get the spellstone. Uh, we struck a deal with uh, Baron Sildakar. Mm, yes, yes, the Baron. Hopefully he didn't have you do anything too untoward. Uh, no, we just had to kill two uh, mating Umber Hulks. Um, it was uh, nearly deadly, but we all survived uh, with some uh, scratches and uh, to, you know, damage. It was it was harrowing, but we're we're all alive. Well, good, good. Uh, so we were successful in the, the the mission, but we we acquired the artifact, and we we kind of wanted to know more about it. You know, based on my knowledge, it's uh, the, the chalice of Marcus. But we, we were wondering if you had any other knowledge of it. Uh, Belroth, Belroth, show him. Oh, yes, here we go. And Belroth takes it out. Oh, may I? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. He looks it over. It's a very nice cup. I, It's a nice piece. I, I, you know, I want to drink things out of it, but they keep telling me I can't. Oh, no. I, fe- no, no, I feel no, no, like no. it would make me feel very fancy. No, oh, no, 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 no. Very dangerous, very dangerous. To drink something out of it. Yes, yes. Yes, this is a vessel for power, not a vessel for, well, not for fluids that you would be interested in drinking. 
Oh, okay. Ah, you, what you did it said, do? Well, you said that you, you believed this to be a, a chalice of Mercus. Come, child, yeah. come, sit, sit, sit. I'll show you, I'll show you. Now tell me oh, what oh. else you know of this chalice. Well, uh, I could tell you the following. Anthony? Nothing. <laughs> you know you know nothing I you don't know and that I haven't told you. So um, I know, I know that we found it uh in like an abandoned catacomby kind of place. Um oh, yes, yes. Uh, Scarpin, you may be uh, the perfect person to answer this question. Um, you are a man of faith. But as I understand it, the uh, tortle way of faith is, is quite different. Uh, so you, you mentioned these symbols here, the ones that we typically associate with Mercus, uh, especially now. Um, symbols of justice, symbols of uh, the fundamental forces of order. These are symbols that we now associate with the god of, of uh, upholding justice. But they are not traditionally his symbols. When your people worship Mercus, uh, the, what is the, the primary uh, piece of Mercus that they are worshipping? Uh, justice. That is very fascinating. Uh, we have come, it seems, uh, full circle on that measure, then. Uh, there is a time, uh, uh, our records are, as they are, spotty at best, because mostly of the fading and the people we have lost memories of this time frame, but uh, even as far back as the Shadowfall, we know that Mercus was worshipped as a god of war and death, that he was a god who one would take as a companion into battle. And while I think there was probably some measure of justice in mind between those people, that was their form of justice. It was not one of order like we see now. He has shifted again perhaps to something more primal to him, something more a part of what he truly is. This chalice, these symbols here, they are from a time before, now, but perhaps not as far back as your people draw upon. These symbols mark order of a different kind, one that was once represented by... Salius. Yes, I believe this chalice, this chalice, this chalice. <laughs> <laughs> the chalice oh, of Salius. It's the long lost ch- chalice of Salius. <laughs> yes, I believe this chalice is uh, dedicated to her, Sorry. not to Mercus. So then there's a Dirkus of Mercus? <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you know of the Celestial Host's role within the Empire and how that has changed? Well, I know that the uh, 
great basilica over in Ashland as the epicenter of all the celestial host. Mm, yes, uh, yes. My people reported there every year, uh, just uh, gathering information uh, through the dreamscape. It's uh, consolidated quite a bit. But what are you? What are you thinking, Elder Riggs? Around the days of the Shadowfall, this land was not a united empire. It was several kingdoms that each had their own independent rulers. Those rulers squabbled with one another over resources, land, people, ideas. Basically anything one can squabble with one over, they would find a way. The, I think that is why Mercus had the aspect that he had. War was so much a part of these people. War with one another. It was a language by which they interacted. The Empire changed things. The rise of the Empire came at a time that was not too removed from when magic began to fade from the world. So as the Empire was rising and magic was fading, there were a lot of concerns. So while the people adjusted their lives to being a single entity, all of us, the Empire of Numerita, those who would have been most in line with the understanding of that order were seeking answers to a bigger problem. They were trying to find a way to preserve the magic they had, or to make it return. People like uh, clerics and priests of Salius, that was what they were preoccupied with. And in the times before the Empire, each king had seen to justice in their own way, within their kingdoms. And the Empire needed someone, something, to fill that void. And that is where the Church of Mercus stepped in. Maybe in an attempt to avoid the Empire from fracturing to war, they took on a new role. And that role is reflected in the way we view the God now. They are arbiters of justice, just as Mercus is an understander of justice, a signifier, a pole marker. He shows them the way of justice that they may carry out for us, that we can all keep this empire safe and connected. Without a system of justice we can all trust, we would not be able to support so many And over that time, that, go ahead. Oh, uh, I just, um, what's that got to do with the cup, though? Oh, Sorry. Yes, of course, of course. <clears throat> that was going to be my question as well. It is simply to understand how one could uh, look at this and, and, and be confused about its origin. But uh, how this has to do with 
uh, your particular instance, I have no idea because I have no idea what this is. Uh, I can tell that it is very powerful. I can tell that it is infused with divine energy. And I can tell you that drinking out of it would be a terrible idea. Uh, if if we were to give this to Baron Sildakar, would we be making a mistake or endangering anyone? Or, I mean, I as far as I understand, he just sort of collects things and they sit in his collection and that's where they stay. Um, but we would get a lot of spellstone that we need uh, for yeah, exactly man. what we need. He offered us a thousand. And that's that's well, more I, than we need. Negotiated a thousand, I think. Offer is a little strong. <laughs> yeah, he offered us a thousand. Oh, uh, from my uh, what I can tell of this, I think the person you'd be putting at the most risk by giving this to Baron Sildakar would be Baron Sildakar. Oh, right. oh okay. Oh. Yeah, that's fine. That I don't want to, to say me. I'm fine with that, but. It's definitely the least bad scenario that could have happened. I'm He's not a very sure. very strange man. I'm not sure what the purpose of this item is. Uh, could be many things. And I will not pretend that they could not be dangerous. I'm, certainly they could be dangerous. But I think you would be far more likely to injure yourself trying to find out what this does than you would uh, injure someone else with it. Okay. Great. I'm happy with that. Let's go deliver it. Yeah, let's, let's get rid of this before the Artificer's Guild comes and finds us. It is a beautiful piece, though. Uh, it's a, a shame that it will rot in dust and darkness. But if it's for the spellstone that you need for this uh, particular thing, it's probably more important that it, uh, that, that happens. And I mean, in the future, if we ever need to know where a certain magical cup is we know exactly where it is unless something terrible happens to him so um i, I don't know what that would be you said it would put him in danger uh, you said like it would a, put him in danger so i assume that something terrible would happen i don't know be a shame if something terrible happened <laughs> <laughs> nice cup you got the there <laughs> <laughs> Nothing 500 more spellstone wouldn't take care of. <laughs> you, know, you like hanging on to that cup? You know, I like hanging on to a lot of spellstone. Uh, uh, I mean, I think we can work something out. Excellent. How are you doing, Elder Riggs? <laughs> oh, uh, I am tired. I'm tired, and I am hopeful that. Whatever resolution you can find comes quickly. But uh, these are not matters for fledgling adventurers with busy lives. I, I know how that can be. I've lived that time myself. You have important pressing uh, things to do. Uh, yeah. if, if, if we have, have time, a good I day, hope, man. I hope we can uh, come back. Oh. Deeran starts leaving. <laughs> This <laughs> government looks at Tyrion like, uh, well, yeah, I hope we can come back and just, you know, talk about the old days. I think that I think we'd really enjoy that. Oh, no <laughs> one wants to hear a blathering old man like me go on about his old, his glory days. But 
I would love to hear a blathering old man going about his glory days. Oh, we'll, we'll come back in. We'll come back in a little while, okay? We have to. We have to go get Deeran because if Deeran, if we don't know where Deeran is for several hours, he usually gets beat up. <laughs> he only has no more. At least once stuff. that happened, and I'm, I've been terrified of it happening again because it feels reasonably reliable. It's going to happen again. That's yeah. Well, okay. All right. Thanks, Elder Riggs. No, thank you. Please shut the door on your way out. Ellery shuts Scarbin. the door. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> they both go for it. Nailed it. <laughs> okay. Uh, where is, De- or do we see Duran when we walk out? Yeah, how, far, how uh, far have you gotten? I mean, so he walks probably 10 paces or so before turning around and realizing that everybody isn't there uh, and sits down in the grass uh, and just starts like plucking <laughs> Uh, like individual blades of grass out of the ground, uh, and trying to do the whistle with them, where he puts them between his two between his two <laughs> thumbs and like blows. But all you hear as you approach him is just. Ah, <sighs> <sighs> can Mike the player do that? Uh, I can. Yes. Cool, Mike. Mikey the player can't. <laughs> but Scarpin can. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Scarpin uh Scarpin's got gaps in his thumb. He can just do it with his thumb. He's just like <laughs> like just with his thumb. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Writing that on my character sheet. <laughs> Proficient blade grass. Hey, blade that's... singer. Ah! Blade singer. Oh my god. Just more like flute thumb. You have a flute thumb. That's right. <laughs> Hey, that doesn't sound as good. No. Thumb whistling could save your life one day. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get to like the finale. Darren, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Darren, I think I think we're ready to go to Sildacars. Cool, man. I'm ready. Uh, and he like takes it an exorbitantly long time to stand up. Uh, <laughs> But like once y'all have like passed by, uh, he catches up quickly with his long limbs. Cool. I just like the idea of him like scrambling behind them like an overgrown Muppet, like trying to catch yeah. up to the group. Uh, okay, so uh, 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 Scarby wants to stop by the roast district before getting <laughs> to Elder Sildacar or to Baron Sildacars. He's hungry. They're the on opposite sides, roast so you have to go out of your way to go to the roast district. Oh. What about the toast district? Toast district <laughs> is uh, next to the roast district on the far side. You can go to the boast district first if you'd like. Oh boy! I feel uh, like I feel how, like how Belroth district. I feel like Belroth has the boast district follow him through the streets. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's kind of a moving district, you know. It's yeah. it's more of yeah. a feeling than a than a place. Yeah. More of a feeling than a place. I think that's probably true. Great. Uh, yeah. All right. Ellery knocks on Baron Sildacar's door. <laughs> uh, one, ready to post one of those district. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the steward opens the door um, and he looks out at you and he says, oh, do you have an appointment? No, we don't technically have an appointment, but we are delivering something that the Baron ordered. No entry without an appointment. Oh, we, we have do an have appointment. an appointment. Yes. Ah, oh, very well. Yeah, man. One moment. Sorry. 
he rings the bell uh, for the uh, for Baron Tilda. What a great doorman! <laughs> just really. They said they had an appointment. I don't know. <laughs> Did you ask him what appointment? Oh, no, I did uh, not ask him what appointment. <laughs> I knew I forgot something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when is your appointment? Uh, now. All right, well, I'll go get him. <laughs> uh, he rings the bell. Uh, a few minutes later, you hear clomping down the stairs. Um, as the Baron comes down his tight uh, staircase, uh, and he comes to the door, he says, uh, Ooh, and he licks his lips. Ah, what... What do we have? What do we have? What do we have? Were you successful? This Can was we, quick. Like, come inside. No, Mia? no, like, no. Don't no, make no, a no. big scene about it. Like we can't hand it out. Like we we got to get the payment and stuff too, man. Mm. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. The steward will handle that. But I need the merchandise first, and it's right here is fine. Right here, this is my in the street. Uh, just uh, put it in a bag or something. What about the artificer's guild? Artificer's Guild. Forget the Artificer's Guild. I'll deal with the Artificer's Guild. Give me the artifact. What about our payment, man? Mm. Oh, yes. The, like, st- oh, you are um, the, very rude. Very rude to talk about money right now. <sighs> Steward, you know I hate to do this. I hate to see this exchange. But please, hand them the writ. The steward looks at him withdraws an envelope and hands you a piece of paper. He says, if you, if you take this to the exchange, they will give you the spellstone. Oh. Billroth unfurls it and looks at all of the fine print. Uh, Scarpin looks over his shoulder. Uh, how familiar are you with uh, money exchange contracts? Moderately. He's written a grant before. Okay, uh, so go ahead and give me a knowledge check. Of any sort of knowledge check, or just you have pro- you're proficient. Okay, uh, sixteen plus my intelligence plus proficiency, so plus three. Uh, so lo- nineteen. Looking at this uh, document, um, you know you feel pretty confident that this is a legit money exchange co- uh, document, and it does say. To pay out 1,000 Spellstone. Yep. Everything is uh, in order on our end. Of so course thus, it is. Of course it is. And okay. thus, we will give you, uh, as ex- as promised, the uh, good which with, with which we were promised to deliver. And Belroth <laughs> doesn't take the chalice out of the bag that it was in and hands it over. <laughs> he takes it, he opens the bag, and he goes... <gasps> Oh, not ideal circumstances by which I got it from this very rude inter- interaction. But I am so pleased, so pleased to have this artifact. And if you are in need in the future and I can provide you a service by which you can provide me a service in exchange, feel free to come back. But, uh, but you get a spokesperson and they have to stop being so rude. He turns back. Uh, he says, thank you, though. Uh, and then he starts to trudge <laughs> up the stairs. Hey man, I'm sorry. This is my first time. It's, it's, uh, this is the second time. The steward says, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> um. Uh. Th- thank you very much, steward. Steward, what is your name? Is it uh, is it Stuart? No, he already told you his name, and he just well, shakes his head at that. Is. I don't. Very okay. rude. And he shuts the door. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I... I feel like we've made a new friend today. I think we should move on. <laughs> well, that went well, though. All right, let's get let's get the spouse on. I agree. Let's go to the bank. It's crazy <laughs> so- that, like, that's just how it works. Like, they just... Okay. They just give you a paper, and that counts as a as a promise for money. Well, it's, I mean, it's a so writ. Like, it's 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 paperwork that it, it, this is equal to the amount of that. But it's yeah. It's, like my parents would send me one of these to like uh, for for tuition. Mail um, me more money. But like, <laughs> I just kind of assumed it wouldn't work the same way as like when my parents sent me money. You know. Like, I thought there would be, like, a chest or whatever, like a, a special kind of thing, but no. My grandma always says if you're buying something that you don't have enough to trade with right then and there, you probably shouldn't be buying that thing. Uh, uh, um, huh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know that I agree with your grandma on that one, uh, but that's a really cute, like, folksy saying or whatever. It but is. I mean, but, I mean, if you, if you need... Uh, if you need an apple and you don't have the money or something to trade for an apple, uh, then you're in debt of the apple salesman and being in debt is a fast way to being sad. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, but like at the same time, Ellery, like what about when you go to buy a boat? Like you're not just going to like, you know, wheelbarrow down a bunch of gold. I assume if you're wanting to buy a boat, you have the gold to buy a boat. Yeah. So you bring the gold to buy the boat. Oh, no, like, I mean, maybe where you're from, but like not not at the bay. Like everybody would everybody would look at you really weird if you brought like a whole bunch of wheelbarrows and like carts full of gold and stuff to buy like a boat, you know? Uh, okay. Like you would just do the writ like this. Yeah, uh, I guess see. I just I've never seen this before, so it's it's kind of crazy to me because because to me I was expecting that he would come out with you know like a suitcase full of a thousand spellstone. <laughs> oh, and then well, he would a- open it up and and show us the thousand spellstone, and we would be really surprised that it looked smaller in person than what we were imagining a thousand spellstone would look like. Well, I mean, I feel like this <laughs> is smaller than you expected. <laughs> That's true, man. That's Am I wrong? We could no, put you're... it in a suitcase if that would help, Ellery. <laughs> I mean, if part of the experience is it not expecting to look like what you expect, you got that experience. I have Honestly, a bag. I just here. Hold on. <laughs> he, he takes over like a. a loose let's go. Bag. Let's go get yeah, our spells. As we're stone. walking, uh, I assume this this whole bit plays out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I tell you what. When we go inside. And we exchange this paper for all that spellstone. If you want, I could ask him to like open it up for us, and you can see it right there inside. I would love that. All right, let's do that, you guys. Like, does that sound good to everybody? Like, yes. Uh, uh, I do have a question. Should we have? Uh, I think we should st- open an account. I don't think walking around with a th- uh, that much spellstone is safe. We could probably get robbed. And then we'll, you know, we can just come back and get it when we need it, and 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 so on and so forth. If they need a suitcase to carry it around, that's a heavy suitcase that we need to always carry around (laughs) for like several more days, right? That's probably not a bad idea. You know, then we could just get stuff transferred into the account. I have have a bank of Numerita account. We could just put it into my account. (laughs) 
I think like if we're gonna do that though, we should probably have like a team account. Uh, I, like no offense, Belroth. I just oh no, Bank of New Merida is honestly awful. We should open up like a Charles. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of any like I, I didn't know how to make it more fantasy because the slowest <laughs> train wreck in history. <laughs> uh, kind of fantasy sounding. <laughs> <laughs> Sir uh, Charles yeah, uh, Schwab. <laughs> I didn't quite think about how we're gonna get the thousand spellstone to where we need to go. I think we could store it. Uh, in the brass palace uh, behind the walls and Venture Incorporated until we need it. Behind but the walls so we like take out the bricks in one of our bedrooms and <laughs> put all of the stack all of the spellstone up behind the wall and then put the put the stone back in <laughs> front of it. Yeah, I still think we should trust the warlock Charles Schwab. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at, least you got more, at least you got more confident on his last name this time. <laughs> Thank well, you. At least you just committed, committed to it. Committed to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Charles Schwab. <laughs> I mean, I it's wish. not, but I, that'd be fine. I mean, <laughs> if you open an account today, they do give you money. Mr. Schwab, if you're listening, uh, we're for, can we're you for sale. Can you imagine if he was really into TTRPG podcasts? <laughs> can you like imagine if was he was a real guy? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, I'm not going to look it up. Now i got to look up Charles Schwab. Okay, don't we tell don't want to know, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it's your world, bud. Oh, God. Okay. Charles um, R. Schwab. All right. Oh, look, the bank. <laughs> oh, there it is. Ellery walks uh, in. Yeah, so you head to the Gold Exchange, uh, which is an offshoot of the Guild of Contractual Arrangement. Um, and as you head into the exchange, uh, there are several windows set up here. That, uh, behind them are, uh, well, they're all like barred, and then there's a window. And then behind them are like several large vaults uh, that are set up. Um and as you come in, you uh, step up to the teller, who is a uh, an elven man, and he says, Hello, welcome to the Guild of Contractual Arrangement. Uh, what can I do for you? Um, hello, we would like to exchange... Belroth, I think we're supposed to whisper in here. Is, well, is, uh, yes, please, uh, you would like to maintain... A, a I have one volume with which my, vo my voice goes. <laughs> I don't know if I actually have a way to regulate it. Okay. Scarf, will whisper. you do it instead then? No, I can whisper. Uh, I, I find it quite Hello! My name also. is... Uh, no, that's not any better. Okay, hi, my name is Ellery, and these are my friends, Belroth, Scarpin, and Deeran, and we're here to exchange uh, a piece of paper for a lot of spellstone. I am Sha'aros, and I shall help you in this endeavor. Oh, Charles! <laughs> Charles! Oh, it's so nice to meet you, Charles. Uh, yes, if you have your writ, I would be happy mm. to uh, help you with that. Belroth puts it on the table. Uh, yes, or on the counter, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's not really. It slides it in the little slot. Yeah, shuts the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he pulls out the writ and he is looking over it. Uh, he pulls out a tiny uh, one-eye uh, monocle uh, style, like to zoom in on it. And he's like looking at that. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Everything looks in order here. Uh, we will have a thousand spell stones transferred from the Baron's account. Uh, where would you like them transferred? 
Um, could you transfer it to my account and uh, no? Bell, well, could you? I no. Uh, not his account. Uh, could you bring it out here uh, for us to look at? You want you want me to cart a, a thousand spellstone into? Thank you so the much. Lobby. I, I could help. We'll wait. Well, no, no. We'll uh, wait. I enjoy I, taking inventory I, I, of things. <laughs> uh, stand by. Uh, let me see what I can do for you. Thank and you, Charles. He, he walks away. He's there a great go, Ellery. He really is a Bell great Roth, did you just try and steal our spellstone? <laughs> <laughs> me? Yeah. Yeah. No. no smooth. I wasn't trying to steal. <laughs> Listen, if I if if it seemed like a smooth move, it wasn't on purpose. Well, Belroth, remember have I ever done anything? Go ahead. When no, you fair. said, "Hey, man, uh, you can put it in my account," uh, and and like I like real quick said no. Yeah, I got and nervous. And that like we should get a team account instead. Uh, and then when we got to the door here, uh, <laughs> you said, "Hey, man, you can put it in my account," and then I had to say no again, man. Well, in my defense, I never said, hey, man. Well, no, I, fair. So I feel like that's not what I said. But Misrepresentation of what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm being misrepresented here. But either way, we can open a, a, a team account. What a great idea, man. I, <laughs> thank you. I think that is a good idea. I, I, really I can't believe you it. thought of it. That was crazy. Thank you. Wait, wait what if what if Archimedes shows up on on like a weekend? <laughs> oh, that's tough. That's, but I already have my account open, so we could just put it in my account. I feel like that is the better idea. Good idea, Scarpin. I think still we know. cart it up to the palace. But uh, there's Sha no bank in the palace. Charles uh, shows back up and he says, um, Hi, folks. Uh, so, I do want to say that, uh, mm. of course... Uh, through the Guild of Contractual Arrangements, your spellstone is obviously insured uh, fully. We um, absolutely, it is uh, uh, part of the the uh, the greater system here in um, the Guild of Contractual Arrangement. Uh, we, we don't have the full thousand spellstone at this establishment, and we are, are having it transferred uh, from another establishment in the city. Uh, so it, it, it may be a few. Uh, hours before we could have the, the full amount. Uh, okay. But I, I could show you what we uh, you know, what, what we have. Mm. Which is? Four, 400 spellstone. That's a lot of spellstone. All right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, if we could take that now. Uh, and we can go back with you. You don't have to cart it all the way out here. No, I no, no. Hillary, that's not how <laughs> banks work. I'm sorry. <laughs> do, you, do you have suitcases? Ah. Uh, I have a, I have a, I have a wooden chest. Would a wooden, I, would a wooden chest uh, appease ooh, you? A wooden chest would be nice. Oh no, that would be great. Yeah. But it's going to seem like less than you expect because it is less than you expect. I mean, it is a medium-sized wooden chest. Um, it is going to be a lot of spellstone. Yeah. For, yeah. Yes. Don't worry, Ellery. It's still going to seem cool. I'm just. I've never seen this much. Yeah, we're just really excited to money. see it. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, yes, 400 spellstone. I mean, that's... Uh, you're talking around 6,000 gold. So that should be a, a fair representation. He, he's, one moment, one moment. And he uh, 
carts in the he comes back in with him and another attendant carrying a, a, a moderately sized wooden chest like not a large chest but big enough that the two people on it isn't weird uh mm-hmm. it's just a little small between them but it's not weird uh and he they cart it over and drop it on the floor and he says he opens it and lifts the lid and inside are uh you know 400 uh opally iridescent uh stones oh my goodness so um Ellery, is it everything you wanted I would say it's about four tenths of what I wanted. That makes sense. <laughs> um, now, uh, remind me, how many days till we have to meet Archimedes? Uh, you have like four days or so. Um, now, um, gang, I feel as though we should take the portion of this which uh, we need right now, right now, and then let the bank process the rest of it so that it is ready to go when Archimedes uh, is around. Because it, this is a lot to carry uh, around. Yeah, uh, Arles, um, like, do you deliver? <laughs> uh, that is not typically how assets are handled, but if there is um, somewhere you would like this to go, we can transfer your writ to another guild no i need like the stuff i need it like physically uh moved uh, of mm. course i mean you are entitled to all 1000 spellstones and i would uh want you to be able to access those uh do you need access to all of them because i uh, i can uh, offer yes. you a competitive yes. rate okay well, we need, we need hold all, on, all what do you, what do you mean rates, man? Yeah, what does that mean? Well, of course, by, you know, holding on to your spellstone, obviously that is an inconvenience to you. Uh, I mean, it is a convenience to you also because you will not be robbed. Yes. Uh, uh, you will not be uh, accidentally use all of your spellstone. And in the meantime, while we uh, hold on to your spellstone and uh, uh, borrow against it, then we can uh, pay you back with... Slight advantages as time goes on and you leave your spellstone with us for long periods of time. That is very interesting, but we don't, we need Money? that one. How much, man? Money makes a lot more sense back home. <laughs> yeah, what's, what are your rates? Ooh, what do you mean borrow against? Well, uh, what I, I, I thought my interest joke was good and nobody acknowledged it. <laughs> 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 I would say that, um, Basically, after one month, uh, we would return uh, 0.01% uh, in earnings back to your account. Uh, uh, so we'll just take it in full, thanks. Yeah, we'll take it in full in four days. Some people make bad choices. That's just the way of the world, I suppose. Well, uh, what was uh, that? Uh, just making your money work for you, that's all. Uh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, uh, make sure that that is... Uh, those the mumblings of another warlock. I understand. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, if you could just like have that dropped off at uh, Adventure Incorporated uh, for the Adventure Society of Secrets and Adventure, uh, mm-hmm. that would be great. Mm-hmm. In four days, please. We will, um, of course, do this for you free of charge as you are valued members of this. Uh, 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 I just need your account number. Mm. Yeah, 
Can we actually make a team account? Charles. I suppose so, although someone would have to be responsible for it. Ooh. Uh, Tessa. Yeah. Oh, which one of you is Tessa? I assume that's you. We are. Yes. We're all Tessa. We are all Tessa, but I am Belroth. Okay, I will need a last name. Tessa. Then. If, if everyone's first name is Tessa, I will need a last name. What about to a virtue responsibility. name? What about a virtue name? Is that the same thing? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Is it? You tell me. These are your rules. I mean, my last name is Realtinum. If you want to use that, Realtinum. Okay, Tessa Realtinum. The account will be. Deeran's fort- last name is. <laughs> Wait, who's Deeran? That's I Deeran. am, man. I thought you were Tessa. No, no we're Tessa. Tessa is yeah. the team name. I was just going to give you all of our last names so that. Oh, yeah, we're. We, it, was, it was a team. We're actually already registered with you. No, this is this is the, as an the adventure. Gil- no, yes, this is the Guild of Contractual Obligations, uh, uh, who well, also have, uh, you know, they're the ones who register all the adventuring parties. Ah, I see. You are officially licensed adventuring party. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tessa. Of course. I am happy to open an account for you today. I just need a responsible party uh, to go on as Uh, the primary person for the adventuring party. I I feel like that would be me. I feel like it would be me, but I I feel like I'm being outvoted here. And I don't. I'm just going to let this. I'm just going to let this resolve itself. (laughs) Okay. I need a single responsible individual from the party. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's S K A R. P-I-N. Yes, yes. Last name. Yep. Knight Holder. Yes. Like the word knight you in do, the word holder. You do have a last name. I forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot. You were ready for there to just be no last name? No last name. <laughs> Not yeah. eligible to be the yeah. responsible yeah. party? Yes. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, yes. This is uh, all in good... Good order. Um, then. Should should you put the rest of our names on the account so that we could be proxies in case he's I'll, I'll add you later. No, no, we should do that now. <laughs> well, no, no, you are already attached to the account by uh, virtue of being a, a account for a registered adventuring guild, oh, okay. and uh, the primary responsible party will receive any notifications. I love paperwork. Like that. Paperwork is great. Uh, should you oh, want to usurp the primary responsible party, you will have to show up. At least three of you will need to be present. Uh, it has to be more than half the team will need to be present to remove a uh, responsible party from the listing. Uh, there are some other provisions and terms. I will get you the paperwork for that. Uh, hand that off. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I will need signatures from everybody in uh, septuplicate. And we can move on from that. <laughs> I- <laughs> Uh, I like really that I saw your brain this. like be like, what's the funniest amount of time to sign something? <laughs> 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 Double quintuplicate, please. <laughs> uh, um, so just to be just to be clear, um, we're having one thousand spellstones delivered to Adventure Incorporated in four days' time. Yes. Okay. And uh, make sure it's one of us that receives it, nobody else. Of course, of course. As responsible party, I will require your signature or three signatures that are not yours but are members of your organization. Belroth pulls out a pen. Very good. Uh, And he shuts the the chest and he uh, picks it up with his uh, other assistant and they walk it back into the back. 
Um, and he comes back a few minutes with just a stack of papers for everyone to read and sign. He's like, please read these thoroughly. Uh, you would never want to sign anything you have not read absolutely Dieran thoroughly. hands them back, uh, signed. <laughs> Belroth uh. reads them thoroughly. <laughs> yeah, Scarpin's going to enjoy it with, with Belroth. Is there anything <laughs> that seems a little uh, suspicious about this signature? I mean, I would say of, that... It's uh, just so much legalese that it's almost hard to to divine oh absolutely um even a divinator a divinator would have a difficult time with this one uh (laughs) but i would say that you uh you don't feel like you're getting a great deal right on this account uh it's not doing anything it's not doing any favors but the the nicest is ridiculous (laughs) the (laughs) nicest feature about this is that anything that you uh uh check into the bank uh you can use a the writ to access at any other location. So uh, if there are, if you have a need to move things large distances. <laughs> this is going to sound possible. like the most boring thing to say in a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. But are there maintenance fees? Because <laughs> uh, there I are be, overdraft fees. Do not there are overdraft fees, account. but not maintenance fees. I'm okay with yeah. that. I, I can deal with that. <laughs> Maintenance they, fees, fuck you. I'm not paying you like a, a spellstone a month to have an account with you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, wow. I think that's so aggressive. <laughs> so Very aggressive. But it sucks. They didn't even they didn't even do that, Rob. But I've seen <laughs> accounts that have done this. Uh, Rob's gotten burnt by a bank. I've yeah, gotten, but, I have bank scars. You are it's explicitly because you're an adventuring organization, they expect a lot of gold and spellstone to come in from you. So if you oh. were a smaller like a you know like a farm, they would definitely charge you maintenance fees. <laughs> uh, fucking man. overdraft. Let me tell you. <laughs> you, you because of the volume you're expected to do, you have perks. Great. Well, all right. Uh, thank you so much, Charles. You have a very soothing voice, and I really appreciate that about your energy. Uh, is everyone else Especially ready to go tonight? Uh, yes, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's get out of here. I love this place. <laughs> I do. I love banks. They're just fun. <laughs> I don't know. I, I loved it. My, fa- my Wait, parents really? would go to the bank and I'd like just sit there like talk to people in color and like get stuff from their desk and candy. And I don't know. It's great. <laughs> Does Scarpin take a lollipop? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's obviously hungry. He eats it all, the stick included. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's still Are there blood flavored lollipops? His hunger no. isn't discriminatory. He hungers for all, everything. <laughs> he hungers for all. Entertainment. Uh, Scar- <laughs> I think Scarpin's going to head out of here and go hunt. Uh, yeah, anything lo- Anything else you guys want to do aside from uh, eat Scarpin? Um, are you guys going to the pet I store? I don't want to eat Scarpin. Yes, I would like to also eat, so I will go to the pet store. Uh, you have four more days in the city before uh, you are supposed to meet up with Archimedes uh, Silverblade. Is there anything else you want to do? Library, baby. I would like shop. one. I would like one order of the entire world's lore, please. <laughs> Uh, sure. Adventuringpod.com uh, slash world guide <laughs> has uh, all kinds of information. Uh, what are you looking for at the library? Um, uh, looking through all of the at the library, I am looking through all of the chimerology uh, resources I can possibly find. 
um, to try and divine and figure out the uh, negative energy that's in my bedded still into my collarbone, um, as well as any sort of connection to mm, like specifically looking for um, things that have a taxonomy similar to what we have seen with similar um, features, uh, similar appearances, similar movements, anything that uh, isn't already in Belroth's notes that could uh, he could potentially find. I assume there's something. I don't know if this is the best resource and the best place for chimerology, an obscure art form that I invented, but or obscure science. Um, but that's kind of what he's looking for. So why don't you give me um, a knowledge check for this uh nature or just int- uh whatever an intelligence intelligence with proficiency okay um that'll be just a straight 10 how many days are you putting into this every day um with like breaks in between um because like we got a lot of downtime unless there's other stuff that we got to do uh, Belroth is going to do that pretty much every day and meet up with the gang for lunches and dinners and see how their day was. <laughs> okay. So uh, why don't you give me a couple more rolls? Okay. So first one was a 10. How many more rolls do you want me to give you? Two. Uh, next one is literally an 11. You know what? Different dice. I'm going to roll a different dice. That's the next one. <laughs> Ooh, that's a spicy roll. Dirty 20. 17 plus 3. So uh, your first two days are not fruitful. Um, On the third day, you're kind of getting into more obscure texts. texts. Most of this is stuff you have read. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of it is stuff that you are familiar with. Mm. Uh, You are doing some, you know, recombing with a specific intention in mind, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but in general, it's not anything earth-shattering or groundbreaking for you. Uh, on the third day... I look through Kaiman's Tomb of Foes. Ugh, no, nothing. <laughs> uh, on the third day, you find some interesting research inside uh, old children's stories, which talk about uh, demons and uh, as a mythology... But they are shockingly accurate with the demons that you have witnessed and understood. Hmm. Okay. Are, what uh, is the origin of these books? Are these books from the Demon Isles? Like, are they uh, in? Are these uh, children's books originating from the Demon Isles? I guess. It's hard for you to tell. Okay. Uh, they are very, very old, uh, and they are just basically handwritten text of these old children's stories. Um, They are written simplistically, Mm -hmm. but they tell the stories of uh, some of the ways that they describe demons are not like they, they talk about like the small mounds of, of fleshy creatures that will stalk you in the night and steal you away. And this was in the chimerology section. They had children's books. Uh, after like two days of just straight chimerology text, you kind of just spread out to anything involving mythical creatures. Got it. And this is the best that that you actually were able to find. 
Okay. Huh. Uh, interesting. Um, I Belroth pockets this children's book. Um, because a <laughs> wow. Uh, well, he he rents it. Uh. Oh, he doesn't steal it. He rents it. He takes out a library card. He signs up for a library card. He 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 takes it out. He puts the little you know the little card in the back with the little stampy. Um, and he says he'll have it back in a week, and he doesn't. So, <laughs> and he doesn't. He knows he doesn't. He knows it's not going to happen. But the guild of librarians. Are not as scary as the guild of um, guild of librarial arrangements, <laughs> like burial arrangements when your books are late. Librarians. Yeah, honestly, I feel like in this world, the libra- guild of librarian arrangements uh, is very scary. In any world, the guild of librarian arrangements is going to be scary. <laughs> Librarians will f you up. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, Deeran, what are you doing during these uh, three days? the Dewey Decimal System. Um, most of Deeran's days are going to be spent, uh, lounging, man, straight chilling. Like, (laughs) he's going to, uh, he's going to follow Scarpin for a day. Uh, he's going to follow Ellery for a day. Uh, and he's going to spend a day just... Eating snacks, uh, hanging out in the Adventure Incorporated uh, mess hall, basically. Uh, what is the what is the adventure uh, equivalent to skipping class to play RuneScape in the uh, <laughs> in the dining hall? Because that's what uh, that's what he's doing. He's skipping all his classes uh, and just hanging out with whoever from Adventure Incorporated is like around. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You're hanging out with your buddy Rune. Um, Rune <laughs> is a wizard. Uh, yeah. he's just constantly like, buy my fish, buy my fish. Hey guy, buy my fish. Hey, you want to buy this fish? I got this fish you can buy. Buy my fish. You want to be my girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> just to everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be my girlfriend? Just text me if you want to be my girlfriend. Yeah, you want to chop down this yeah. tree? You uh, level up chopping down trees. <laughs> hey man, also, we're going to go have a fire party. You want to come? Also buy uh, my hey, fish. Deeran is like, yes, uh, absolutely. He goes and does a fire party with his buddy Rune, uh, <laughs> as an escape from the regular day-to-day tedium of adventuring uh, sure sure uh it's weird no one else has met rune uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh me and rune are going to talk about a lot of things right uh, i'm gonna try and get uh a sense of rune's like uh proclivities toward the mysterious hey man um so like you notice how like Sometimes weird stuff happens with, like, no explanation. What do you mean? I mean, like, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on out there that, like, nobody really knows how it happened, right? Or, like, uh, like, have you heard about the Demon Isles? Yeah, yeah, I heard about the Demon Isles. Like, the turtles? Wait, what? Yeah, like... People are saying that the turtles, that the demon isles, like, are built on top of are dead, man. You you don't believe that, do you? Like, that's not... You can't really no, believe like, I, that. I think they're still alive. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You know what? But let's just do a fire party. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Rune's not into theories. I see. I see. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I, yeah don't think, I don't think he's uh, I think he's like, yeah, you know, that Deeran guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy, but he's got some weird ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I give him a flyer anyway. Oh, he takes the flyer. He's very polite. Uh, yeah. I don't even think he throws the flyer away. I think he keeps it uh, just because he's like, man, this guy. I got to figure this guy out. I don't know. He seems so smart. <laughs> that's how they get you. <laughs> Yeah, so Scarpin, what do what do you and I do on our day together? Well, uh, Scarpin takes Deeran <laughs> to church, so Scarpin's gonna <laughs> be like, "Oh, Deeran, so great to have you join me today. I'm, I'm glad you suggest." So we're gonna we're actually gonna go head to a service of Oleander. I like to uh, you know see uh, how these new uh, young folk uh, w- you know handle their their oleander worshiping it's 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 very silly i basically just sit in the back and and, and heckle <laughs> <laughs> i'm so in man <laughs> um, so yeah he, he during the service uh he kind of points out the differences of between how turtles worship oleander and how the their worship nowadays uh we the turtles worshiped as kind of this the, the god of renewal and bounty in nature and uh, he explains how every uh, three years uh, the nightholder clan and a bunch of other turtle clans go to the uh the what the non turtles call the old, temple of old leander uh outside <laughs> outside of um the high basilica in uh the celestial host and uh they have the thing a thing called the, the refresh and they party for for many days uh and celebrating uh, oleander so uh <laughs> that's so cool like yes what a cool party idea man like so much more fun than sitting around talking about how like cold it's gonna get Yes, everyone, they're all, all downers here. You have to come join us sometime. All, all, all of Tesla should join, and we can, we can show off all we've accomplished, too. We, we, so people like, might go there and brag about what they've done over the years. Uh, I guess, like, the question I have, right, is, like, where is Oleander? Oh, oh You know, like, it. we came to yeah. church here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see him up there. Yeah, no, that's that's a great question, and I I don't know. I, I, I'm not I'm not afraid to say it. I don't know. I don't know, but but they they exist, and I draw power from them. Because like I, you know how like we saw Ellery's God. Yeah, so, like, that's fair. That one we know for sure. Uh, and like my my parents, sorry, like they grew up uh, with like the ancient path or whatever, and so like I mean my grandparents are right here. Uh, and he holds up his necklace uh, with the the big gemstone on it. And he's like, so like, Your I know grand- grandparents. Yeah, like so you know how like the ancient path works, right? Where like you're connected spiritually, like to to like your the folks who came before, right? And so like you can you can kind of reach out and like get a sense of like who they were and like the 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 way that they think, uh, just by tapping into that that kind of uh, you know, spiritual power or whatever, right? Uh, so, but but not literally. It's just more of a metaphor. Where it's, no, you feel no, it's literal. On the inside. 
No, oh, like wow. I mean, you go inside like a different place or whatever. Uh, but like, it's also real, right? Like, I mean, my uh, I actually don't know uh, if my body goes anywhere, huh? You, you one time we'll have to do like an experiment. Uh, we'll have to find out, you know. Yeah, where we go after this? Well, <laughs> I, I no, like, like <laughs> if when I go talk to my grandparents, like, oh. you know, if my body leaves or if it stays here. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I don't know, you know, I like my mind's not here, so I don't know, man. True. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll watch you and you tell me if it happened and then I'll tell you if it happened. Uh, perfect. So, uh, <laughs> and then, like, you know, the enlightening believes that, like, the power exists like kind of all over. Right. And like, it doesn't really matter where it comes from, but like these folks believe in a thing that like they've never seen. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> I, 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 I just, I just think it's wonderful. It's, it's, it's this faith that we have and uh, this community that we build around it. And it's fine that you don't agree or that others don't agree or that they worship Oleander differently, but I just enjoy the fact that I know the Oleander is there and we are worshiping uh, them correctly. Yeah, I guess, man. Uh, I hope one day, like, we get to see them, you know, uh, like all of them, all the gods that, like, you you talk about, you know, uh, that, that would probably make you feel a lot better about your choices, right? I would like to see them. I think uh, better. No, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm comfortable never seeing them, but I would like to. I, that would be great. I was jealous of Ellery, but very happy for her. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like and, you'd have to be, you know. Yeah, I feel like we're talking very loudly, and people are staring at us. Maybe we should sneak <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought we were here to kind of mess it up a little. I know, but this is the important part. People get really oh. upset about this if you if you oh. interrupt. The idea yes, of heckling yes. a religious service is so funny to me. <laughs> There's something really funny about like that. Scarpin, what are you doing with your other day? As he as he steps out, he says, "Beware the ice cubes!" And he, he leaves. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he's 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 hunting. He's gonna take a full day of R and R and just just hunt and massacre a bunch of animals and just enjoy the day, you know. <laughs> uh, Ellery, what are you doing with your time in the city for the the three days you have? Ellery is making so many friends. <laughs> She's basically just like spending all day, every day, like either in the town or in the compound. She's meeting as many people as she can. She's making friends. She's hanging out. Um, she has decided that um, she's like, she wants to, she wants everyone to have a good impression of Tessa. And in order for them to have a good uh, first uh, impression of Tessa, she would like to be that impression. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, she has been called rude too many times in the past uh, day for her own liking. So she wants to 
counteract that with some friendly chats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what about what about the day that Darren's with you? <laughs> oh, that's fine. Also, we also meet people. Darren is exhausted from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is she is an absolute extrovert. Uh, she's so pumped up afterward. He's yeah, like, she's like, let's go meet some more people. Darren thought he was an extrovert before that day. Uh, and then he's like, I don't know. <laughs> you do this like every day? It brings me so much joy getting to know other people and getting them to know us. Cool. It just makes me, <laughs> it makes me so excited that these are the people that we're working with and living around. Yeah, like that sounds awesome. Uh, also, every person you meet is just an idea for another story that you might write. Uh, um, uh, Darren, like, fidgets a little. I hope, um, I hope, like, we're more than just like another story for you, or, you know. You're the story. Your our our story is is I just mean like when you meet new people, you know how every time you tell a story, you gotta make the characters more interesting than maybe they were in real life, because if you if you write a story about people exactly as they were in real life, then it's not gonna be very exciting because for the most part, uh real life people aren't very exciting. So you gotta boost them up a little bit. So remember that uh the guy we met this morning who every time he uh, talked about his past, he would get like real, you know, real bundled up and he would kind of hunch over a little bit and it was like he was retreating back into himself. Yeah. And then every time he would talk about the now, he would be much, much louder. And that means he's got something to hide about his past. So when I write him into a story, if I needed yeah. a, if I needed an old man character, I would write, you know, about his, his deep, dark backstory that he's hiding from everybody and he doesn't want anyone to find out. Oh. You learn a lot from people watching them like that and then deciding what their history is. Darren takes <laughs> notes. You learn a lot from people just making up what they are. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm it. a writer, baby. <laughs> uh, rad. Uh, on the beginning of the fourth day, uh, you all meet up together at Adventure Incorporated. Uh, early in the morning, like just after breakfast, uh, a one-horse cart is rolled up to uh, the compound, the the, uh, the tower of Adventure Incorporated inside the Brass Palace complex. Is and it a closed-top cart? Or would you say it's more of an open... Maybe sleigh? No, it is closed top. Uh, it is definitely not open. Because inside... <laughs> it's not a one-horse open sleigh. It's one a horse closed sleigh. Cart. Sure. Inside, it's a thousand spell stones. So they were not just carting that <laughs> openly around the around the city. Uh, just this is like why we were asking. Stones falling off. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, as they bring it up, it's uh, they detach the horse, and the cart is just sitting here. Uh, it's a smaller cart. Like, it's only... You know, only big enough for... It's bigger than a chest, but not as big as maybe, like, something you would ride in. Um, but it does have a thousand spellstone in it, and it's a lot of spellstone. Ellery is very excited. Noticed it. 
Okay. Yeah, I guess my question is, is 50 Spellstone carryable? I think that 50 Spellstone is probably at the upper limit of anything you would want to carry around on a person. Boy, I hope we get a couple bags of holding soon so we can never think about it again. Uh... There is storage (laughs) space available for you here at the tower, though, as you are adventurers. Okay. Or you can check it back into the bank. Right. Which is, no. We need it. Liquid, baby. (laughs) Well, like, um, can we have, like, a... is is it Charles on the on yeah, the cart? Yeah, Charles is there, and he's like, I I need to have um, a, and he looks at his paperwork, a Scarpin Night Holder to sign for this. Yeah, uh, uh, that's me. I was thinking about not being here and making it so that the other three had to sign, but no, I just I'm here. Okay. Yes, what? if you sign for this, I will leave this in your care and uh, walk away. And it'll be up to you. It's, it's your business will be concluded with the Guild of Contractual Arrangement. Excellent. Can you just reattach the horse and bring it to the that tower over there? And he points to the Adventure Incorporated Tower because I feel like he would want it to be as close as possible. I, I mean, I think I think it's real, real close. I think you guys are just okay. right outside yeah. the tower. All right. He uh, made. Yeah, it man. Seem like can he you take it, it like the next six feet uh, to the right there? <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of a dick. Do we need to return? <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to return this cart, or can we have this on? Is this the you know? We will send someone to fetch the cart. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you so much, Jaharls. Hey, yeah. Before you go, though, um, one second. Hey, guys, uh, mm. can we have like a quick sidebar? Uh, quick sidebar over here. Here we are. Yeah. Quick sidebar. Hey, so should we like? deposit back some of these spell stones so that we don't have to like carry them around like our cut you know what i mean because like yeah that's a lot um maybe we return you know 160 of them and then we keep farty for us party yeah i mean that would that would do pretty good for me uh that would that would put me at 26 liquid spell stones uh Right, because we both get. We oh no, all get... they're no, they're they're stone, Deeran. Oh, sorry. Uh, twenty six free, uh, spell stones. I mean, I wouldn't say they were free either because <laughs> we worked really hard to get them. Twenty six available spell stones. Yeah, twenty six mm-hmm. spell stones in my pocket. Yeah, it's a lot of spell stones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel. I feel like I might. That's a great idea. I, I also. I don't think we need to carry them all. I'll, I think I'll leave all of mine in there. I have 16, so I feel like that's good. Yeah, that's cool. a good number. So I'm just going to take 10, and everybody else is going to leave the rest of theirs in there? No, no I'm, I'm going to take also 10 as take well, Darren. Okay. Yeah, I also have Just me. 10. Great. So we're going to put 170 Spellstone back in there. This is some real compelling radio. Uh- Charles, can you take 170 back so that we have something in our account to come back to, please? I would be happy to. I am going to have to make some amendments to this form. Uh, Hold on. We'll wait. He starts scratching out changes. (laughs) Thank you so much, Charles. Charles. Uh, He finishes up and he hands the documents over to Scarpin to sign. 
Scarpin. Scarpin looks them over <laughs> and uh, then s- proceeds to sign them. While you're looking them over, there is a popping sound. And uh, Archimedes Silverblade makes his way onto the field just outside the tower. Uh, looks around a bit, sees you, and makes his way over. Um, you sign off the thing, uh, and he says, Great, uh, Chaharls says, Great, go ahead and take your spellstone out, and I will return the 170 back. Uh, in fact, why don't I do this? And he like counts out 170 into a bag, um, and then he just waits. Mm. <clears throat> uh, uh, hello, Archimedes. Uh, we have the amount that you require. Excellent. Uh, he reaches into his satchel and he opens up. Uh, he pulls out like a black piece of cloth. Uh, and he throws it on the ground. It's about three feet wide. Uh, and it just opens into blackness as he opens it onto the ground. Uh, it's like a circle, a three-foot circle. Um, and he says, let's just dump them in here. All right. Okay. Scarpin starts to tip the yeah. cart. <laughs> Bellaroth. Oh, yeah. oh, wait. Ellery takes her ten. <laughs> should, should we, like, should we just shovel them in? I don't, I feel like tipping All is right. dangerous. Uh, and Deeran goes to the other side of the carp uh, to help Scarp and Tip. <laughs> One, two, three. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> the eight hundred stones clatter down into the hole, uh, where it sounds like they're landing on, uh, you know, maybe a good twenty-five feet down onto something. Uh, but it is dark in the hole and hard to see. Um, Belroth. Uh, has his grabbed his ten at some point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. assume you <laughs> just have wanted your to make that clear. Um, well, uh, we got that now. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Charles, you can return the rest. And uh, Archimedes, uh, what's the next step? He grabs the hole at the edges and folds it back up again into a, an inky black cloth uh, and tucks it away in his pocket. And he says. Next, you will come with me. Uh, we are going to have to make use of some magic that I, uh, from my understanding, you are familiar with, uh, but that is not, we'll say, widely available. Oh, excellent. Uh, he pulls out uh, a travel stone. Um, mm. and He says, I assume you're familiar with this. Ah, uh, Yes. This one is keyed to where we are going. Um, But there are some complications with that. I will tell you on the way, it's going to take us two days to reach the nearest gate. Uh, We're going to the Wolf's Eye Lakes. That's where we should be able to find a a, a gateway. Have you been to that gateway before? No, no, we haven't, sir. Very well. It'd be good for you to have another in your knowledge base. And he says, uh, follow me. And uh, he heads out of the place on to head basically to head out of the city. Uh, I, I follow, I guess. So it takes uh, the better part of a day to get to uh, the west lake of the Wolf's Eye Lakes. Um, and you, uh, as you reach the southern tip of the West Lake, uh, there's a small forest here, 
Uh, and as you've, you've been traveling around along the road, basically due west from the Brass Palace uh, through Mughamar. Uh, and as you pass by the city of Kien and move on into the wilds, uh, you find as you reach this forest at the southern edge, he just cuts right into the woods. Uh, says, come, come. Okay. It's starting to get dark. Uh, now you never told us exactly where this is keyed to. You said that the wh- where the location of the gate is, but not where we're going through the gate. Yes. When we arrive on the other side of the gate, we will be in the Tower of Varai. Billaroth looks at Diran. Uh, Diran is like playing it cool. Uh, he is not playing it cool. Um, he is trying to look as, uh, basically like to Deeran, I mean, this is the best thing that's literally ever happened. Uh, he is holding so tightly onto Scarpin's shell right now, uh, because he is worried that he will take off from the earth. (laughs) Uh, as he pushes through the forest a little ways, it's not long before you see a large set of standing stones, similar to the one, the gateway that you saw before. Uh, similar markings, although they are different, they are similar in nature. Uh, and you do still see conjuration represented within this. Um, he pulls a rope, a thin rope out of his pack. Uh, and he takes one end of the rope, wraps it around his waist, and ties it, uh, and he hands the rope to Scarpin. Uh, should we all tie ourselves? Yes, you should at the very least wrap yourself into this rope. When we arrive, you will not have... You will not be able to access your senses when we arrive. This Uh. is a safety precaution. It is not that I don't trust you, but you cannot make a connection to standing stones you have not seen, and so you will not be able to see when we arrive at the tower. Oh, wow. Uh, Darren, can you wrap me? I'll, I'll wrap you, and I just don't want to lose anybody. Yeah, man. What? I'm confused for a second. I'm sorry. We can't make a connection to the standing stones. Last time we went through these. Yeah, he's not going to let fine. us see the Tower of Arise stones so that we can't go there later. Ah, I it's understand. Really smart. It's like so smart. Now I get it. Now I get it. Like, it's. Wow. Are you all prepared? Tie I, in yeah. and prepare yourselves. And he Ellery takes. Go ahead. Does it? Okay, great. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he takes the standing stone and he, uh, you know, waves it in front of the gate, uh, and the green portal of conjuration opens within the borders of this standing stone, and he says, "I must be last. Go." Scarpin goes first. Belroth goes. Uh, Belroth, how did you attach Freya to this? Uh, obviously by her collar. Okay. Uh, so like, tie it around himself and then like, uh, she has like a little collar, uh, that he like, 
ties it kind of in like a little metal loop and then uh, passes it to whoever would be next in line. Uh, you step through the portal. Uh, the Each of you steps through. There is that familiar now feeling of uh, swirling sounds, green energy in front of you. Uh, it, it crushes you. It twists you. It pulls on you. And then there is nothing. There is darkness and silence. Hey everyone, DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, let people know, word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventuring, or you can check out the shop at adventuringpod.com slash shop. Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our Discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success. Serious business.